Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Harrison Ford, and I'm so rich and old that I'm flying my plane badly just to feel again. Let me introduce the members of the Zoo Tycoon crew, the <laughs> the lovable, uh, wacky gang of uh, of uh, video game loving, loving, talented artists who come on this show and uh, make jokes and uh, and also share deep knowledge from the recesses of their brilliant minds. The first person I want to introduce is the host of another video game show. Uh, Call me by your game. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, likely you have if you're listening to this show. <laughs> His name is Connor McCabe. We want a better, not a broken ladder. He came. He left. Nothing else had changed. I had not changed. Yet nothing would be the same. I can't leave Slippy hanging. Mm. Connor, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great. It's funny, you know, we're we're getting to digest that sound clip over a year and, and now into april i'm i'm, yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. now coming to terms with how much love and uh, mm-hmm. attention slippy gets on that clip it's, it's all, all about slippy. slippy yeah it's all about slippy yeah fox yeah, is but, uh, worried about slippy the entire clip dang well uh but other than that uh i'm i'm doing just i am doing just fine doing i'm doing glad to pretty hear okay it. over here I'm really glad to hear it, man. I, I got to see Connor, full disclosure. We social distanced, but we did trade some equipment. Yes, uh, we did. Uh, Connor was, needed something for a stream he was going to do or some capture footage he wanted to do. And it was good to see your face, let it be buddy. Known, let it be known, I cannot stream <laughs> and haven't been <laughs> oh, able yeah, to do right. so for almost a month <laughs> yeah. now, thanks to my internet. Internet but, is bad. Yes, but thank um, you, Jeremy. That cool. was good to see you from a distance, and I'm glad it's, it was it's cool. been working out great. Yeah. Uh, I got to introduce this next, this next cat. He is a filmmaking master, a genius, no less of the, of the art of the moving picture. His name is, his name is of course, (laughs) Michael Hurt. We want a pitcher, not a belly etcher. For you guys around the world that said all these before and afters are fake. They're videos, guys. They're not fake. No offense, Hearn, but that's ridiculous. (laughs) My videos are not fake. They're real films. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. That was a very touching uh, introduction to me. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, You just had a film drop mid-quarantine. Very confusing because I'm going, when when did he film this? Did he film this during quarantine? No. Yes. Apparently. They did. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, apparently things get filmed in advance before they get put out. Yeah, there's this whole process called post-production. You know, us in the industry know about it. Um, And it's basically where you edit and make the film more of a real film after it's done shooting. Because you don't just shoot a film and then then it's good to go. You Mm got to do some things. Uh And what are some of these things? talk about this on, like, commentaries and stuff? Yeah, good question. They do in the industry. Yeah. No, I'm glad to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain, which I'm so clearly behind. Uh and of You're course, welcome. the industry he's referring to is the automotive industry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Detroit. Great. Detroit. Get those. <laughs> yeah. And I got to introduce this final member of the Zoo Tycoon crew. Probably one of the most talented writers I've ever, I've ever had the privilege of reading this person's work. Online content oh. galore out there. Also, 
I might add, damn good trivia host, Michael McCollar. <laughs> we need a fighter, not a recent dieter. The stars. <laughs> that one makes me laugh no matter how many times I play it. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, pal? I, I know that you... I'm doing great. I know you probably got the itch. You're probably like, oh, I want to get out there and do some more trivia. When am I going to get back in the, in the saddle? Yeah, I got to figure out a way to do it on the internet. Because it's just a person asking questions yeah. to like-minded, kind people. Like, I can do that on Twitch. I can do that on youtube <laughs> you know wherever i want yeah my can i make a suggestion if you like asking questions so much uh become the riddler <laughs> listen when i turn to crime <laughs> there will certainly be a game knowledge <laughs> component <laughs> to my crimes right right so I got I to gotta tell the listeners what's going on. This is a very special time for the podcast. We're in episode 91 right now, and we have nine slash 10, give or take, episodes before we hit episode 100. And so I'm starting a series called Road to 100. And... We're going to do something on this show that we haven't really done before, mainly because I thought it was kind of hacky, but now I don't care, and I think it might be <laughs> kind of fun. We're just going to do top 10 lists. We're going to do 10, 10 lists until we hit 100. And in my estimation, we probably won't talk about 100 games, but that's kind of the deal. That's kind of the point, right? We're going to talk about 100 games before we hit episode 100. It's going to be great. Today's episode is uh, the top 10 2D platformers. And this is a definitive list. Uh, this is a list that is definitely can't like um, we're saying is a, like the list, the premier list. Like your list sucks. Don't worry about it. We'll make the list for you around here. And of course, we did this by voting. We had every member of the Zoo Tycoon crew vo uh, pull, pull their votes. And man, I cannot wait to get into some of these <laughs> entries because are they crazy? You be the judge. <laughs> Not <laughs> are they are they pretty traditional and right down the barrel what you'd pretty much expect? I don't know. I guess you'll find out. But before all that, I got to I got to ask my my fellas here, what have you all been playing? Michael Hearn, let's start with you. Ooh. Uh, well, for starters and I just probably said we into what you want to talk about. You and me just got Streets of Rage 4 for Switch. Um, Played that last night. Maybe did we, yes. And that was very fun. It's very good. I also played a little bit with Kelsey, and it's a very accessible game. Uh, very cool aesthetic, like very cool gameplay. I really liked... I did finish it after you put off and saw the ending and everything. I'm a lot of an extra character. Mm. It's very fun. It's very cool. I'm very happy with it. Um, I look forward to being to play it more with other people too, because it's very fun in co-op. And I actually, I especially look forward to whenever I get a chance to do all four players, yeah. which you can't do online, unfortunately. But all four people playing that game would be very fun. It's a very chaotic, like cool game with multiple people, and it's very, it's cool. I liked it a lot. I'm so um, bummed that the servers or whatever the reason is, they can't handle four-player yeah. online co-op because. We ran into a big... I, I started panicking because Stevens bought the game and he was like, I'm downloading it now, guys. And then I read you can't do more than two people at a time. And I was like, <laughs> uh-oh. We're about to... One of us is either has to go to bed or let Stevens down right now. 
and uh, on his birthday, yeah, so on his birthday, wow. no less. While he's high, no less. Yeah, uh, the but, worst possible time. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's a, that's such a bummer. Yes, I think four player couch co op is going to be a blast with that game. Yes. I had a great time playing it with you, pal. That was awesome. Yeah. It was really intense. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, and then the other single player game that I've been playing is a little game called Etzcom Chimera Squad. Whoa. Mm. Yeah. They got a Chimera Squad? They got a Chimera Squad finally, you guys. They got the whole squad? It, the whole squad is Chimera. You wouldn't believe it. And it's You uh you unlock the Chimera Squad after you get KK Slider to come to your island and Ah, play. gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. That's how you see and, credits on Chimera Squad. Yeah, at the start of the game no less weird. Uh but <laughs> it's for those who don't know it's a very small XCOM game that's very cool though it's like it was on sale for half off already for 10 bucks and now it's just like it's just basically all the action parts of an XCOM game you're always like you know that game Into the Breach yeah well mm-hmm. well, this game you're always Into the Breach because you're always <laughs> breaching doors and breaking them down as cops just Her- bursting Her- into are places are you fucking drunk <laughs> right now <laughs> 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 no, I just had that joke locked and loaded for a while, and I didn't know how to use it. You delivered it like you couldn't have been more excited to say it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, but yeah, every single like mission in that game is you bursting into like a hideout of some sort and taking them down like you're like a riot squad, and mm. it's pretty fun with like the XCOM like structure of it, the gameplay, the abilities, and everything. I really am digging it. It, uh, I didn't know what to expect from it. I just went with it because it was cheap, and I'm very happy with it. I actually love the XCOM games generally, but I could have gone either way with this one. I'm really digging it, though. That's awesome. I, I got to get... I know I have at least one XCOM game for my PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I should get in there. Would you say the XCOM is playable with a controller, or is it mouse and keyboard only? No, it's playable with a controller because it's just turn-based tactics. Like You just have to point and select what your character's doing, so I can't imagine it's worse with a controller. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Like, I, I probably could even play it with my crappy Steam controller, and it'd still be good. Whoa. Yeah, and that, and that controller's like the worst. It's the worst thing ever, yes. So <laughs> that's high praise for how controllable a game is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And low praise for that Steam controller. Uh, yikes. Definitely. How about uh, a little Connor McCabe? I want to hear a little Connor McCabe. All right. Um, I'm playing so much. Um, first off, I have just been... I've, I've talked about this game before, but I've been playing a lot of one of my favorite games of all time, and that is Backyard Baseball 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Tight, I, I dude. have it on my on my desktop. I've got it on my laptop. Wait, this pause week. real quick. Pause, 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 yeah. pause, pause. Hearn, I think you're breathing a little loud. Into the mic, uh, okay, I hear it. Sorry. Anyways, it's kind of cutting into. Uh, are you? What are you using for a mic? Uh, that microphone I used last time for Doom Eternal. It's oh, just nice. Like a headset control. Maybe oh, okay. it's just leaning into it. I'll pull it away. Okay, cool. Yeah. Connor, backyard baseball. I actually like breathing when I'm talking. So <laughs> if we could get that back for when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Thank, ooh, now I'm really revved up. Uh, thanks, Hearn. Um, yeah, More so like I'm playing Darth Backyard Vader, Baseball. right? <laughs> oh, truly. Um, truly so, like yeah. I said, I've got it on my laptop. I've got it on my PC, or my, my PC, my desktop. I The Game Boy Advance version showed up at my apartment this week that I got on eBay for like four bucks. Um, I have the GameCube version from 2005 that is GameCube on its way. There's a GameCube version of Backyard um, Baseball? I'm just fully... 
oh yeah, I'm fully just like in this world again. Um, which is just, you know, playing baseball as cartoon characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I'm enjoying that. I've got a little idea in the works once my internet is back. I've got something I'm going to try to do, do a little like character stream with it. Um, I'll t- talk more about that, you know, if I ever have working internet again. Um, I've also been playing a ton of uh, some games we talked about recently, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy, and, of course, uh, Animal Crossing and, without uh, without any introduction needed, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I am Oof. near the end of, finally. Oh, baby. This is like a colossal amount of video games going on in the Connor house. I love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's good. Things are good over here. Yeah, that feel that feels good. And you're still drinking those mango carts all all oh, the yeah. while. <laughs> totally. I've got a I got like a, an assorted pack of 15 the last time I was at CVS, so right now I've actually got a pineapple cart going. Buddy, I got the same 15 pack. I'm rocking Dude. a melon cart right now. How great is that thing? You reach your hand in there, you get one of a few delicious flavors, and you're just <laughs> one off of to three, pleasure it's land. A, it's a huge surprise. I'm like, is it going to be mango, <laughs> melon, or pineapple? <laughs> feels like it's usually still mango, but it's, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> Can I just say, you both like lit up as you were talking about these uh, drinks, <laughs> I guess they are. Can we actually pivot this to top 10 uh, mango carts? Yeah, top ten mango carts. It's just the mango cart. The end. Yeah, it's the best number one. It wins. Um, great. I love that for you. I love some backyard baseball. Oh yeah. Never played it, but I love that you're doing it. Um, it's great. Never will. I hate it, but I love that you're doing oh, it. Oh wow. Uh, um, that's a shame. Cool. Uh, no. Now, McCaller, I saved the best yeah. for last. You you gotta land this <sighs> plane for us. Tell me what happened to you. Something big. <laughs> I. For my entire life, oh God. I felt like an outsider. <laughs> I felt different. I felt like everybody knew a secret I didn't. Mm. Uh, this week, after spending so long as video games, a comedy show's dutiful Xbox correspondent, <laughs> uh, I went to BestBuy.com. I pulled up a PlayStation 4, and I just clicked Add to Cart. Oh. And it came. It came in the mail. Wow. It came with the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm a PlayStation 4 owner for the first time in Woo! my life. Oh I can, in theory, in theory, play multiplayer games with my friends oh. for the first time ever. In theory. Buddy, that gets you one of these. <clears throat> now, I haven't had a lot of time. The only game I've played on it so far has been Resident Evil 2. Awesome. <laughs> I knew it. I knew <laughs> which, it. Which I'm going to platinum on the playstation 4 for no real reason i've definitely already played it but uh no it's very exciting i i bought a bunch of games i've got that final fantasy 7 remake sitting there oh, for me boy i've got uh god of war which i want to replay uh i the i played god of war once while you jeremy were um while we lived together mm-hmm. and you were like going to a wedding for a weekend yep. and i was like i have exactly this long to finish god of war so i speed ran it <laughs> my first way through <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, and I was gonna I, say, it's it's like nice that you don't have to like rush through games now. You can like take your time because you're right. not you're not like cold sweating, worried about me walking in the door, like <laughs> ripping it from your hands angrily. Or <laughs> right, yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna like leisurely. I bought uh, God of War. I got The Last of Us sitting there for me. I'm excited for that Last of Us two. Uh, 
But I'll tell you, the the only game I've actually like really put time into, I've been playing it on stream, uh, is Near Automata. Uh. You guys, you guys, you guys heard of this Near Automata? Well, I mean, I've watched, I've been watching you play it on stream, and oh, it's have been you? a great time. Yeah, I've been having a good time watching you play it. It looks. Like I knew the game was supposed to be bonkers, but I didn't know it was going to be the mayor of Bonkers Town. <laughs> it's pretty bonkers. It's one of these games where like the form is mirroring the narrative. They do a lot of like you're playing as robots and like the one thing that they do and kind of beat you over the head with at first is that this game has no autosave. You have to specifically go save and there's like a narrative reason it's like the robots are uploading their consciousness every time they go and do it and when you die you just like download a new robot consciousness right? right it has a number of moments like that where i'm just like i get what you're doing and what you're working to communicate but it's actively harming the game <laughs> <laughs> it's like i got to the end of the prologue and died on like the prologue boss and they don't give you your first save point until after the prologue so i played the prologue twice Ugh. and prologues aren't fun no. it's like use the left stick to move and if they tell you that a second time, it feels condescending. Yeah. All right, so you're saying that all of their weirdness and art and artistry is sort of <laughs> getting in the way of uh, the experience <laughs> of actually having fun. <laughs> yes. There are a number of moments where that has happened. And it's just like even um, and it's it's got a um, I guess I've technically beaten it, but I haven't beaten it. It's got a number of like you play through it once and then you play through it again to get the true story. And then I guess it's the third time you play through it. You get the real finish of the story. Um, but like the end boss of the first route that I played, they do like, uh, they like break some sort of robot chip in your robot brain mm. and you lose all of your abilities. So you're like slowly walking for the final battle. And it's just like uh, wrong. <laughs> Don't do this. This is, <laughs> the wrong choice yeah. it was not fun and it's like not the thing i've been working up to this whole time uh i don't know how many more like big twists and turns there are there's still a lot of like mystery elements to it that are very intriguing but right huh. now it's the b plusiest game i've ever played b it does feel plus? really good when wow it's like, i see yeah. i've heard people were like saying that this is the, one of the one of the greatest all-time greats I I, sus I could get there. Mm. You know, I'm only I like I've simultaneously played through the game and I'm also one third of the way through the game. Gotcha. So it's uh, it could very well get there. But like, yeah, it's, it's like what is there so far is very interesting. There's a lot of like interesting. You're playing as robots fighting a different kind of robots. Mm. And there's there's clearly a lot of thematic layers that are fun to peel apart. And then it does like a boss fight that is broken mm. because it's smarter than you and i'm like don't be smarter than me just let me have fun <laughs> i got it you know, make your points at my expense i i, I so wish uh nick limon was on the show uh of near freak he's like a near uh oh, near, really? loves the original loves near uh, automata friend of the show uh maybe we get you guys together in the in the bullpen and we and we <laughs> and we hash it out you know we hash it yeah. you know what is good art versus what is fun game <laughs> you know, I tend to lean with uh, with your on your side, McCaller, where I'm like, yeah, I like your frills, but I'm here for the thrills, you know. Right. Give me, <laughs> give me a uh, a fast action. I want it hot and I want it ready. Don't give me this. Uh, I'm crawling solid snake at the end of uh, Metal Gear Solid Four slowly <laughs> yeah. through the heat. <laughs> um, it does feel uh like the like 
the joke is on me. Right. The, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the art is being created at my You're expense. You're the idiot. <laughs> the game knows <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, cool. So I have been playing... I, I want to talk about that Streets of Raids 4. Hearn, I'm glad you covered it. That was... I think this is the beat em up that that's going to save us all. I mean, I've been wait, I've been waiting for a beat em up to come a, around that we all get into that we all play, and I think this is the one. I mean, it's got like it's got a great art style. I didn't think I was going to like the art style, but I really do. I think it looks good. Yeah, and I f- the environments are all like really well done and different too. Like every level is really distinct. Yeah, and even the character animations are really yeah. fun and cool. Like I I love the style and I'm hoping that this starts a new thing, a new trend with the VGA comedy show group where we, you know, we play this and then hey, we we're hungry for some more beat 'em ups and then everyone gets the Capcom beat 'em up bundle and then we <laughs> all jump on there and start playing some online co-op with the with the beat 'em up bundle. Cuz I'm a beat 'em up fanatic. That was always when I was a kid my favorite genre to play with my friends because it was co-op it was like we're all in it together we're like we're like working together i don't i don't know i i, I love beat-em-ups and i love streets of rage streets of rage 4 is is really fun i mean i'm sure it's very short and and you know that's th- those are the big complaints i've been seeing online is that like it's short and there's not a lot of like frills to it but i'm like i don't really care if it's short if it's something repeatable that we can keep coming back to Let's, yeah, uh, I think that's the main appeal is like you can play with your friend and just beat it with your each different friend like one time through. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I only had like a couple levels to go after we stopped, so I just beat them. But like I'm like I could play this again because it wouldn't take more than maybe an hour to rebeat it. Right. Knowing everything. Yeah. I uh, I was bummed to see Skate wasn't back as one of the main crew, but I'm I don't I and I know you might be able to unlock him as a character, but Skate was how do you leave out Skate? You know? How, how do you leave out Skate? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, the other game I've been playing is, and I haven't been hearing any of us talk about this game lately, but Mario Maker 2. I've oh, been back in that, that Mario Maker 2. That. You have been playing that? I have. I've been playing that. Um, and man, I just <laughs> love this so whole defeated. world thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Connor's doing it at gunpoint. But Jeremy, I, I need uh, you to check out that level. I, I like or that. It's hard to share levels, but... You should talk first. Mm. Oh, well, I was just going to say, I'm building an entire world, a super world. and Oh, you're making levels. I'm making levels. I've made so far um, four worlds of Ooh. five. So I'm almost done with my super world, and I'm going to share it, and I'm going to make all my friends <laughs> play my, my fucking Mar- whole Mario game. <laughs> oh, I can't where wait. Each, each world has five levels. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know what it was about the original Mario Maker 2 where I was just using it as a way to generate random levels for me to play, but I wasn't interested in making levels. But for some reason, when they added the world quality to it, it just totally like clicked and I started furiously cranking out levels and levels that I think I'm really proud of. Like I, I like these levels. I'm so my, my, uh, my design aesthetic, it's all about fun and what do you want to do, baby? Not like uh, there's no, it's, these aren't really super challenging levels. These aren't like big puzzlers. They're like, what's the most fun thing we could possibly do right now? Power ups galore. You know what I mean? Dog, you given multiple routes through these levels? Uh, so you can, o- yes, of course. Like I am doing like pipes into other parts of the level where you might have to beat a boss and then, but you can only exit through one part of the level. 
still. Right. So, so yes and no. I'm finding that the limitations to the game are both useful and sometimes can be a little frustrating where I'm like, hmm, hmm I kind of do wish I could have a secret exit in this level or something. Uh, I also wish that every world could have a little bit more levels because they do like five does feel a little like a little, I don't know, sparse or something. Cause it's, it's like, it's, like, it's actually, f- yeah, it's weird. It's like, I think with the newer games, like deluxe, U has so many levels in a world, which is so mm. honestly, I did enjoy having a ton of levels to just like keep that game going. Cause it was so fun, but I was playing super Mario world today and like i swear one of the worlds like i think the fourth world where you beat Ludwig, oh yeah uh-huh. it's truly like there's two levels and then the castle so right yeah it, it's, it's <laughs> almost like five i mean it sucks that it's not more but it be, i don't know it's like oh, okay yeah. i see that it, they had to make a compromise well they're splitting the difference i guess by using super mario world as the as the big like rubric because yeah. Super Mario Bros. 3 had more levels per world, usually. And that's almost identical to the new Super Mario Bros. series. Anyways, all that to say, I'm having a blast with it. I'm, I'm loving, like... I, I, I'm a Super Mario World designer. Like, that, those are my levels are all Super Mario World levels. Mm-hmm. But when I, like, when I do variations on those, or like whenever I deviate to like a different mario style it's always so much fun to like play with all that all those tools and there's been so many updates that i haven't checked out since i guess i bought the game at launch that Mm -hmm. there there was like so much more stuff for me to play with i was so you haven't tried out like the link stuff well when that happened i played a couple levels as link but i hadn't designed for link yet I hadn't like designed a level where Link was in mind. Uh, the Super Mario Bros. Two stuff is really fun. Like designing mm-hmm. a level that's primarily about picking up enemies or like or like you know floating on enemies is like it's it's just I'm having a blast with that thing. But uh, yeah, but that's that's it for what what you've been playing. What do you guys say we get into the news, huh? Mm-hmm. So much like the rest of the world the video game world is experiencing bouts of mixed news mostly negative uh the nintendo direct for june was postponed due to coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) uh how's everyone feel about that i can only imagine not good sad is the answer yeah sad connor sad and i get it but i'm just (laughs) like man we really are not gonna get new well we're not going to get a big news thing for nintendo i'm hopeful that like little things will come out here and there but understandably stuff's going to be pushed back Mm. do you think that they're sitting on big news that they're just waiting to come out and say yeah i get the sense that like they're afraid to announce things yeah what was that mcculler like they I'm I'm worried. I get the sense that they are afraid to announce things because everything's so uncertain, and mm-hmm. um, you don't know if you're going to be able to ship your games when they're coming out. So it just feels like they have announcements, and it would be easy to like just you know email <laughs> a direct out, however that works. Yeah, email it. Mm-hmm. But like, I, like you don't want to send out like Mario 3D Collection is coming out November 10th, and then it's no way going to make that, and then just be like, sorry. Right. So that feels like they're going to wait until they're locking in individual games and, you know, tweet out news about that as it comes. Yeah. 
I, I totally. I, I think that's exactly what's going on. I, I do find that it, it is a little strange that we still don't know anything about the potential plans that they have because Nintendo's not like afraid to announce something, even give us a release date and then postpone that release date. They did that, they did that with Animal Crossing. So I'm kind of like, you can at least tell. Us. Like they told us, like, for example, the new Smash character is going to be from ARMS. And we have no idea when oh, that's yeah. going to be. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm kind of like, well, can you just tell us what is on the her? Are, are, are you guys doing Pikmin shit right now? Like, what are you looking? What are you focused on? You know, like, are you guys, are you guys doing Pikmin shit? Yeah, in there? you guys got some hey. Pikmin's in there hey. or what? Get up. Are you doing Pikmin in there? Hey, get the hey Pikmin I'm hearing out some there. Pikmin being thrown around in there. Is there Pikmin being thrown around in there? <laughs> Young man, if I find any red Pikmin in my room. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's, so it's strange. That's, that it's, is a, that it feels is a weird bummer. because, um, like the early part of the year. I mean, like through March, it was like, all right, well, when are we gonna hear? St-? Early March, like February, it's like, all right, when are we gonna hear stuff? Like expecting to hear news. That was pretty. Like I was like, okay, but stuff can still come. But at this point, with the uncertainty, it's it's almost. I don't know. It feels like there's even an even bigger hole right now, and it, they don't seem like eager to communicate that they're pushing stuff back or what's going on so it's like well we're just kind of in the dark yeah uh mm-hmm. dark times in general right mm-hmm. it's almost like uh bowser is winning right now over at nintendo <laughs> <laughs> you know uh so a couple of uh, big first person shooters got some new characters apex legends with season five introduced loba I like Apex Legends. I <laughs> installed it, played it three times, and uninstalled it. Uh, I liked it, but I don't know. I don't know what it would take for me to get back in. But I guess maybe more of my friends... And Loba play. isn't doing it for you. No, Loba, a person I have no frame of reference for, is not doing it for me. <laughs> now, Overwatch has a new character called Echo that just got released. Mm. Now, that would do it for me had I not also already uninstalled Overwatch. And... <laughs> Uh, also, I, I guess this is just common knowledge, or, or like maybe this got announced a while ago and I didn't realize it. But Overwatch Two is pretty much a sure thing that is probably going to come out next year. So they're saying that Echo is like the last, the last character that is in is going to be in Overwatch One, and Overwatch Two will be released at some point coming coming yeah. out soon. So I get I think I'm just going to wait for Overwatch Two, and not even worry about futzing with Overwatch One. Yeah, that's probably the move. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Does anyone anyone here even that's even wise. play Overwatch One? I got it for f- free, and I booted it up. And I always <laughs> thought it was going to be a game that I was like going to get really into, mm-hmm. and I truly have not turned it on aside from that one time. Gotcha. It yeah. just felt like there was a lot to learn, and I wasn't ready to do that. Yeah, you hated it. Got it. <laughs> got it. Work. Hate learning, hate Overwatch. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla got announced. Ooh. Boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh. ooh. Oh, ooh. Okay, wait. Her, are you, are you boo? Is it a cheer or a jeer? It is a cheer. Okay, a cheer. Okay. So anybody here a fan of the Assassin's Creed series? I'm personally not, but... I was about to say, I'm not a fan of the series. I am a fan <laughs> of Odyssey. Okay. And I feel like this is in the same vein. Right. I think this is going to be my 
jumping back in. Oh, cool. Because I played one and two and loved them a lot and then kind of poked around the series through the years, but like haven't really fallen in love with one in since two, I guess. And I don't know. Vikings are such a cool time. I'm yeah. from Minnesota. <laughs> I have a Vikings rooting interest. They are a cool more. time. They are a cool time. <laughs> Always a cool time guaranteed when a Viking's around. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I go to the bar and I'm thinking this is going to be a lame night, but then a Viking's there and I'm like, oh, this is going to be an off the chain night. <laughs> I remember during college, I got invited to Alpha Psi Beta's party and I was like, this is like the chess frat. This is going to suck. But I got there and there were Vikings oh. and they, had, they were taking axes to all the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and the nerds were upset, but I had a great time. Yeah, yeah. What well, you just basically described the premise of a Geico commercial, I think. <laughs> uh, no, this seems like a uh, Vikings are cool. I uh, I I don't know if I'm gonna play this game, but I hope people that I know play it and can talk about it on this show because it sounds very fun. Mm-hmm. Great, Last of Us Two. Had a bunch of leaks. <laughs> Did anybody hear about that? Yeah, I guess the whole thing is just on YouTube. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, that's that's Definitely crazy. Not searching out stuff like that, but I just heard because of the leaks. And there are a couple of different sources that speculate why it was leaked, but mm-hmm. basically because of the leaks, they announced it's going to be coming out June nineteen. So great. I guess. And honestly, that was leader. what got me to. Wait, well, <laughs> that was what got me to pull the trigger on the is PS4. Is it really? I was like, Ooh. okay. There, yeah, once there was a date, I was like, was okay, new, I'm going to do way. this. Was that a cheer or a jeer, Hearn? <laughs> that was a cheer. Okay. I'm mostly cheerful today. Okay, good. You're okay. not cheerful. No, not like normal, no. Okay, so Last of Us 2, I love Last of Us 1. McCall, you have played it before, right? I played about half okay. of it Yeah. and fell yeah. off. But I, I just got it again. Ooh, it's jeer. Sitting, it's jeer. Oh, that's a jeer. Okay. <laughs> I, I okay. love you're right. I shouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> I I love the game. I'm excited to see this the sequel come out. I'm also just excited when any AAA game comes out right now because it's like <laughs> Give me something to do. Like, yeah, how many do we have do. left? <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 tired of uh you know talking to my dog or whatever el- else is my other option. <laughs> uh I, I so the reason why I don't know what the last of us two leaks are is because I specifically tried not to see what they are. So I, I didn't even know that, that it was all on YouTube because I haven't actually clicked on any of the articles. I just know that it got some stuff got leaked and that it's not a person from Naughty Dog who did it. Right. Yeah. It was not the the first rumors were that it was like a furloughed Naughty Dog employee who was owed money and did it out of spite. And so then we were kind of like, okay, cool, good. I know Naughty Dog has a crunch problem. I sort of am rooting for these people to rise up. But then to find out it was not. That was not the case. I was like, okay, I'm back to hating this leak for good. Yeah. I guess Jason Schreier also came out and was like, hey, I'll be the first to tell you if a company sucks and Naughty Dog Naughty <laughs> right. Dog sucks, and but they're trying to be better. So they didn't furlough anyone. <laughs> Jason Schreier and like poorly behaving video game companies, that's like his scab that he can't stop picking on. It's like whatever conversation you're yeah. in with Jason Schreier, he's going to turn it back to a video game company that's doing not good <laughs> He things. really is the like Woodward and Bernstein of his industry. <laughs> um, so I guess the last thing I have on the news here, and I guess it's just more of a personal interest thing for me, is the game Dreams got a demo and is also Ooh. on sale right now on the did you get it? No, but I, I 
gonna I think I'm gonna play the demo and if I and I mean I if I like it at all I'm gonna buy it <laughs> <laughs> because it seems like a Mario Maker for infinity or something um uh, anyone know anything it about sounds dreams? too much it sounds like too much yeah okay. I, I I've like followed it right and it it's exhausting. Like I know you can like build a tree to put in your world. And that to me felt like that's too much detail. I shouldn't have that level of control. <laughs> Wait, just one tree. Yeah. Well, you, you get one tree per, and then there's a microtransaction for a second. What? Tree. No, that's what? not true. <laughs> but just the idea that like you could craft something that would be that innocuous in a game. Like I, I felt like, like, listen, Probably snowballs in Mario Maker Two is too much for me. I don't oh, need these gotcha. many options. I I want left to right mm. spikes. Spike. Uh, left to right, you run straight into spikes. Game over. <laughs> the end. That's my game. Uh, wait. So wait. But what about playing a, a level in Dreams? Not crafting levels. Does that interest you? I don't know how good the dis- uh, the discovery tools are. Mm. And if they were good and I could find like a short, like, I, I feel like I've heard that there are like narrative based ones. I- Cause I know media molecule just did like the dreams awards of 2019 Ooh. and they had like five or six games that were like, uh, best narrative and best comedy and like that's sort of category that like, that would be a cool reason to hop in and try those out. But beyond that like i don't know if that's enough for me to buy the game even if it's just like 25 oh my god doesn't seem like a a lot it should be yeah yeah interesting huh how would you feel about this model it's it's a free game dreams is free Mm -hmm. but creators can charge for their games they build inside dreams that would be so if it's like and so you have to know like oh this creator is dope or it's like christian whitehead or something he's built a game inside dreams and it's like five dollars so then you buy mm-hmm. like mini yeah. games within the game i don't know that's not the case but <laughs> i'm just i guess i'm just <laughs> it, for no reason it does spitballing. feel like it yeah it does feel like it needs to be the kind of software that like comes with your playstation when you buy it as opposed to being its own game that yeah yeah huh how cool would that be if that was just like in the PlayStation five and you opened it up and you were like, great, you're getting God of war two in a couple of months. But like for right now, here's infinity. Yeah, exactly. Go do whatever you can dream. Yeah. Of. All I would do with that is just create Wii sports again <laughs> <laughs> and just have Wii sports on my PS five. I love that for you, what Connor. If, <laughs> what if you could create Mario maker two in dreams and then create Mario maker levels in dreams mm. I'm in. That sounds cool. That's a cool idea I just had. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the news. Um, We are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to talk the top 10 definitive 2D platformers as voted on by the members of this show. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I am, as always, your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And today we are on the road to 100. 
of course means we're going to be talking about uh, various uh, top 10 lists that we are going to make. Most likely, they're all going to coincide with a genre video game. Today is going to be 2D platformers, which I realized as uh, the votes were coming in, 2D platforming is sort of like a not that concrete of a genre. It's like what what counts in 2D platforming, you know, like Metroidvanias count sort of action games kind of count sort of, you know, like what what separates like a Mario from a Mega Man? They are they feel similar but also very different. Um mm-hmm. and uh None of that mattered. I just really just used votes and, ta- and tallied up uh, <laughs> votes and what I call a passion factor. So your your game could be knocked up a peg or two, uh, depending on if I felt like it was like a, a passionate, passionately wanted in there. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So and like, does, does uh, Jacques and the others not here have recorded um, answers? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not at all. No, they they were allowed to vote. No, they recorded them and they were thrown away. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, their their answers were all taken into account when making this list. So, the four of us, uh, or I guess the three of you, don't have no idea what this list is going to be. You're going to be surprised at at every entry. But um, I know, I know everything. I know who voted for what and how. I also know where they ranked them, and I'm not sure everyone actually used this as a ranking tool, <laughs> but... <laughs> oh. oh, so some people would just put 10 platformers that they like. Well, that, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if they actually, if everyone took the time. To, did you guys all take the time to, like, rank them in order? I did. Okay. Same. Okay, I did, good. yeah. Okay, great. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I also had, like, a weird... I was also in a weird position where, when I was, full disclosure, when I was making the list... I hadn't, I had only made my list, but I didn't have them in order. So I could kind of like count a vote as two if, if I was like, well, this is on my list too, but it's also pretty low. You know what I mean? Like I, I like next time mm. I'm going to have a definitive rock solid list before I, before I make it. Anyways, all that to say, not every game that's on everyone's list made the cut. And these <laughs> are some special <laughs> shout outs. Special shout outs. Special shout outs. So first of all, uh, the Sonic series, one, two, (laughs) and three. So this is going to sound crazy to you all, but Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and Sonic the Hedgehog 3 all got voted for by different people. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Just one each? Just, but they only had one vote each. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So that was, I thought that was really interesting, like that someone actually voted for Sonic 1 as a best platformer could have told um, you that was me split the vote was it you Hearn? were you that did you vote I, for sonic one i might have i can double check mm. <laughs> double well, check you shouldn't have to double check <laughs> sound it really sound? fucking no, passionate I, about I, it her it sounds like this really matters to you <laughs> all right just wrong. no that's that just stands hold on let me find uh, <laughs> also nick the, costanza in july well nick costanza did send me a different list that was his real list yeah. but uh, oh, okay. July's none of his votes counted. They were all fake games. <laughs> what Buster Bust one? Yeah. Bust, Buster Bust one did not get on the list. No, it was an honorable had, mention, but it didn't get on the list. All right, I had Sonic the Hedgehog as number ten, so I can mm. afford to be not too uh, enthusiastic mm. about it. But yeah, did you mean to put that on there? Because Sonic the Hedgehog one is in in my opinion just like so clearly not as good as two. 
I mean, my opinion of it was it's the platformer one. Like I wouldn't Santu is weirdly like so propelled forward you're not really doing the platforming. Sonic the Hedgehog one does have like platformer levels like the labyrinth level early on and the marble level. Yeah. I don't know. That was just my justification for it. Nice. Okay. That's a great justification. That's a, Thank you. I love Thank it. You guys. It's a perfect justification. Uh, also, here's some uh, uh, more honorable mentions. The Metroid series. Uh, Super Metroid mm. and Metroid Fusion both only mm. had one vote, but I thought that was interesting really? that people voted. That I thought it was interesting. I actually can't decide if I think it's more interesting that more people didn't vote for Metroid or... If any, it's more interesting that anyone voted for it because yeah yeah, yeah. well I I I am the I guess lone vote for Super Metroid I had Super Metroid yeah. on my list but even I wrote in my list like does this count <laughs> it feels like it should but doesn't right. like yeah. I don't know it feels like more exploratory and there are yeah. like intense platforming sections in it but they're kind of few and far between and secondary to like missile expansions right. which feels anti-platformers yeah, yeah I guess definitely where do we put like a yeah. Where do we put like a Metroidvania? Does that go in like adventure games? I would say th- we might do a top ten Metroidvanias. I mean, Ooh. I think I think it's its own genre, but I also agree, McCollard, that like there are parts in Metro or uh, Super Metroid where you're wall jumping. I mean, it's a platformer. Like it's not like sure, yeah, but it's also kind of an action game, and it's also kind of a so it definitely wasn't disqualified. It just didn't get it. Just one for Super Metroid, and one for Metroid Fusion. Um, Kirby was another one. I was shocked to see so many people voted for different Kirby games. Ooh. Like Canvas Curse got voted for, Kirby Adventure got voted for, and Kirby Superstar got voted for. And uh-huh. I was shocked because I was like, wow, I didn't know so many people on my friends liked Kirby. I like Kirby, but I didn't know anyone else cared about Kirby. Yeah, the Kirby games are... F- I, I was the lone all out myself. I'm the Kirby Superstar vote. Mm-hmm. And... I just I wanted to vote for that game not only because it's great and maybe the best Kirby game out there, but I also just think it does a lot that, that's different than some 2D platformers. It's at least unique in in what Kirby can do in his ability. So I felt like that yeah. was worth a little shout out. But yeah, I don't know if it's like I'm not surprised to hear that they they barely got touched. Yeah, and again, none of these disqualified. Like all of them could have could have been on the list, but just uh, didn't have the votes. I was okay. So this is an interesting situation. Uh, no, I'll say that for the end. Okay, uh, here's a bunch of NES platformers that almost made the list: Ducktales, mm. Little Sam, <laughs> Little Samson, uh, and that's uh, a good one. And uh, Shovel Knight, not on the NES, but a platformer nonetheless in the NES style of like a Mega mm-hmm. Man. Almost made it on the list. Um, here were two that I oh Rayman Legends also I this only got Aww. this only got one vote. Hearn, it was you. I could tell already. <laughs> it's a super high one for me too. I had it at like number three. I know, it's I know. Unfortunately, there are no entries on this list that only got one vote though. Pro. So yeah, uh, Rayman Damn. Legends, a game that I also love, and to be honest, forgot about making my list. <laughs> uh, might have put it on, but didn't get on. Uh, these were two that I did disqualify. Maybe you guys can tell me if you agree or disagree. Super Mario Maker Two, I disqualified because. Oh. I feel like it is a celebration of a bunch of Mario games. And to be honest, this list is made up of almost primarily Mario games. So <laughs> I, c- oh, really? I couldn't give. Makes I, I, sense. Yeah, I, ca- I feel like I couldn't make 
it uh, it couldn't be on the list when another Super Mario. It just didn't feel right because it is just mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. Mario games put in one. And then the other one I dis- disqualified was Hollow Knight, and I guess I don't really remember mm. why I disqualified it, but well, it, it is a good a it me- is, Metroidvania. It is a Metroidvania, but so is I would say so is Super Metroid. So is Shovel Knight, yeah. And so is no, I don't think so. is Shovel Knight and Metroidvania. Well, I guess Shovel, Shovel Knight, Knight I would a, say is no, pretty. No, Shovel Knight fair. has levels. Never mind. Yeah, Hollow Knight. It definitely. I don't know. I don't. I can't really remember why I disqualified it, but it didn't have. Mm. It it also didn't really have the votes or the, no I know why it just didn't have the passion it's not disqualified it just there was the, <laughs> the, the passion behind mm, it wasn't there uh, I get the maker two uh, argument because that's like saying what's your favorite album and where our answer is Bandcamp or something yeah like it's <laughs> yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's almost, <laughs> no, what's your wish I wish for a million wishes yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, maybe if Mario Maker two could have supplemented all the Mario entries on the list that mm. would have worked but it just it felt no. more fun to talk about each one individually yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But th- those were all the honorable mentions. Uh, the last, oh, the thing I was saving for the end was this was number ten until literally the last second, and it was a tie between Limbo and Inside. Mm, so we had one vote for Limbo and we had one vote for Inside. And I, in my in my logic, I was like, I'm gonna combine these and make it two votes for both of them. And because mm-hmm. I felt like Limbo and Inside, same developer, same kind of game, same kind of atmosphere, same kind of vibe. Um, and I want and I wanted it on the list because I wanted to talk about it. But I think I can't remember some uh, McCuller. Was it you that voted for Inside? I went Inside. You went yeah. Inside. Okay, cool. And then somebody else mm-hmm. voted for Limbo. Um, those are great games and interesting takes on the platformer genre. They're like slow platformers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Puzzly, puzzly, yeah, more puzzly than they are action based. You're not really, you know, shooting robots. You're more moving uh, uh, wheelbarrows <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but uh, the game that beat it out for number ten, though, ten is. <laughs> <laughs> Guacamelee! Oh, interesting. Number 10 is Guacamelee. I would say that this game is also sort of a Metroidvania. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But But the platforming sections are platformy as hell. And also, I felt the passion behind Guacamelee, for sure. Uh, McCaller, I know you're a big Guacamelee fan. I just couldn't forget that when making the list. I just knew (laughs) that if you were here to argue for Guacamelee, you would have a great argument for why it should be on the list. So uh, I I literally have your name written beside it. What do you have to say about Guacamelee? I think Guacamelee is so fun, and it's got great game feel, which is something that's becoming more and more important to me. Like, I love running around as the luchador, but, like, the platforming sections of that game, like, they're the most memorable platforming sections I've ever played. Yeah. There is a late-game, like, tree that you have to climb up. Oh, yeah. That is as perfectly hard of a platforming section as I've ever played. Are you talking about the the chicken tree? Yes, the chicken yeah. tree. It's 
so difficult, but it's exactly difficult enough to make me think I can do it. Man, mm. it's so crazy. I played that game on PS3. Isn't that wild? <laughs> <laughs> me too. I just, uh, as I re-downloaded my old PlayStation account, my platinum trophy for it was still there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love Guacamelee. It is such a it is such a fun, unique game. Like we see a lot of like reskinned versions of Metroidvania games that aren't that mm-hmm. I just feel like fall by the wayside and this game always like stood out to me. It's like a really good looking game it also, too. It feels almost unfair to like praise it for this in the two D platformer list, but like the combat is so good. Mm-hmm. I think it's the only Metroidvania, but at least at least the only 2D platformer, if not Metroidvania, that has combat that I actually enjoy, that I like playing. Right. Yeah. In and of itself. Yeah. Love that. You play in that Super Metroid, you get into a monster, you're like clumsily holding R and yeah. pressing yeah. Y like an idiot. <laughs> combat sucks in one of the greatest games ever yeah. made. I, I hate Super Metroid's controls. I always remap them if I'm given the option. I do not like that mm. A is jump. I just hate hate oh, yeah, that shit. Busted. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, great. Okay, so that is number 10, Guacamelee. Number nine. Nine. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. I don't know. It's from the internet, Connor. Be quiet. It is... Uh, uh, number nine is Mega Man X. Ooh. Mega Man X. I thought I had a sound clip for it, but I do not. Uh, this is a game. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Thank you. I'm a Mega yep. Man. Uh-huh. Now I'm X. <laughs> this game did get two votes. Also, I will say another weird thing about our voting system: nothing got three votes. What? It goes. Really? It goes. It goes one, two, and then jumps to four. Nothing. Literally, no game oh. got a th- got three, vo- oh, three I votes. You meant nothing got three or more Higher votes. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I did no, too. No, no, no. I will say this: it was absurd how many games got five votes. <laughs> <laughs> one game got, f- or no, a couple games got four votes, but most games got one or two or five votes and it made it made doing the bottom of the list very hard so connor mccabe you are the only person on this show who voted for Mega Man x even though it did get two votes talk to me about this game sucker um i love this game i think Mega Man x is i'm i really don't have a ton of interest in the earlier Mega Man games even though they are good in their own right but this game having you know the dash ability and just the ability to like i think a lot of the other if not all of the mega man games the ability the, the choice of the player to like go to a world to get a power up and then beat that boss and then go to another world which you know in its own right is not necessarily a unique thing in gaming was so much fun i love all of the different bosses my one of my favorite characters in video game of all time is chill penguin and chill penguin <laughs> is is always the first uh, yeah, boss so that I go to. Yeah, should be the first boss you fight every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I mean, it introduces Zero to the series. It introduces some, like, really cool... Uh, I love the story in this game, too, and just, like, what is going on exactly is really interesting and, and I think, nuanced. So, I love mm-hmm. this game. Uh, it's fun, and I, I suck at this game. Like, I booted it up recently <laughs> on the... Super Nintendo Classic, and I forgot how bad I am, but I still really enjoy it because I know it's me who sucks, not the game. Yeah. I mean, it introduces, like, the Mavericks. It introduces Sigma. Mm-hmm. It, it's, like, uh, it's got a whole... Yeah, a whole... This is when the game 
fully flies into anime mode where it's just like totally. anime as heck robots shooting robots uh yeah i almost disqualified this game too because i was like no this is an action game but then i thought about it more and i was like well no you like you have like wall jumps and like it's so much platforming in this game Mega Man mm-hmm. series is like so much platforming so yeah yeah uh this is great again really hard to do this the bottom of the list here because it was like it was like trying to guess like well do what do people like the most in their own list like i mean like how do we how do we rearrange these so number eight eight is a little game (laughs) called stop me stop me when you when you know what it is (laughs) oh i already know what it is what is it nope donkey kong country oh really Listen to the beautiful no, David Weiss. Donkey Kong Country 2. Yes. Diddy's Conquest. Uh, this is a... I just... First of all, this music. Yes. Dude, it's a jam. Dude, how this is a jam. beautiful is this? So this got... Yarr. Yeah, exactly. Very piratey uh, game. This game got voted on twice uh, by me and Connor. I think we were the only two that voted for Diddy's Conquest. But I'm super passionate about this one. So, Connor, how do you feel about it? Oh, I love it. It's it's definitely... I think it's the best of the three Donkey Kong Country games Yeah. Um, on the Super Nintendo. My big thing about this game is, I mean, not only do they just like expand like the level types and what you can do in this game and the and the challenges, but my big thing is that my favorite part of the first game is controlling Diddy Kong, and you essentially get two Diddies, except the second new Diddy can fly. Yeah, and I'm all about that. Yeah, <laughs> Dixie Kong is such an amazing addition to the Kong uh, family. Yeah, I'm a huge. I, I just also, God, the nostalgia value of Donkey Kong Country series on the SNES is just so incredible. It's so potent. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Like, I mean, I I like it better than the new Donkey Kong Country games that have come out. So like, mm-hmm. Returns and Tropical Freeze. I I would take Diddy Diddy's Conquest over those any any time. It's um, like it's one. I of don't games. agree, but I see where you're coming. Right. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Um, this is one of those games that like we still Elle and I will still like pop in and play and like I've got the cart right here with me and it's like one of those that is just <laughs> you got the cart are I you staring it. at it while we pod well, I'm holding it in my hands like I just it feels like you just have like a specific pouch on your belt <laughs> you always have it like I, to quick draw totally well I'm like sitting on my couch next to my my like bin of Super Nintendo games but um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is just great. It's I almost actually played it again today just for fun, but yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, I also think it like really does perfect the first game's platforming. Mm-hmm. Like I do think like the first game is fun, but it, uh, you know it has so many problems, and <laughs> I think I think two it's it's actually kind of harder, but it's like it's harder and easier because it's like harder and that the levels are harder, but it's easier and that like every like the hit boxes make more sense like the designs yeah. of the levels make more sense it's, like it's easy yeah. it's like more fair but more right. difficult in tandem yeah we should play this sometime. i will also say that like this game is like steeped in atmosphere oh, it yes, feels so you. like it's like grim mm-hmm. in a way that a platformer by rareware you, you wouldn't think could be but it just feels like scary and haunted somehow oh, i totally agree very cool. it, it does it feels like when you start the game because you start it on the ship right on the pirate mm-hmm. ship mm-hmm. 
Donkey Kong Country felt like I had to go through the peaceful areas to get to K. Rule. This felt like K. Rule yeah. had already won. <laughs> like, mm. and, yeah. we're like, and we're like having to fight our way out. It felt like the beginning of like a end game or something. <laughs> it was a real Doom Two Hell on Earth situation. Yes, thank you, Hearn. <laughs> it was a very Doom Two Hell on Earth situation. I've always said. Um, yeah. Okay. So, are you ready for? Seven. <laughs> uh, so, no one is going to know what the fuck this is by the music. And I'm also the only person who voted for this on the show. This is a game called <laughs> Sonic Mania. Ooh. Oh. Uh, I, this. I don't think it's a cheat because... This is a completely different game than Sonic yeah. Knuckles, Sonic 1, 2, and 3, but this is so clearly, if you're going to put a Sonic game on a 2D platforming list, this is the this is the one you want on there. Like, this is the choice. Like, this is the one where they fix all the crappy 90s Genesis problems with all the Sonic games, and a person who really loves the franchise takes over and makes, like, the most beautiful rendition of what Sonic the Hedgehog could have been in the 16-bit era. It has all these playable characters. Right, because it's like... Sorry, I just want to get the context on this. This is like a fan-made thing, right? So Christian Whitehead was, a f- like, basically doing fan ROMs of Sonic, and Sega hired him to make Sonic Mania, which was supposed to be their so B-tier cool. throw- throwback Sonic game, and ended up doing way better, I think, than all of their 3D <laughs> bullshit Sonic Forces and games. Um, this is the Sonic game yeah, to play. Tracks. Yeah. Uh, Christian Whitehead also like did all these like really cool port jobs of like uh, Sonic CD and like uh, say, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 to like iOS and stuff that are like they make the games like actually really playable on phones which is like super crazy but yeah he's he's a Sonic lover God bless him what a terrible franchise to be such a fan of <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but we salute and thank you for it, we, Christian. Yes, yeah, Sonic Mania is the game to play. It, it it it's also like so much fun that like McCaller, I I'm so bummed that you just got your PS4 because Sonic Mania was like a, a PSN or I'm sorry PS Plus free game, not oh, even that sure. long ago. And gosh, like what a what a that was that was a month right there. What a great PS Plus game! That oh would be. yeah, dude. I would probably never seek that out, but if it was there, I would give it a yeah. whirl. And it sounds like I would love yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know why Sonic has such a. We- I feel like this is co- not uncommon either. Where like Sonic has like his weird hooks in me in some sort of weird way. Where like I didn't even own a Genesis, but I somehow like want to look at Sonic. I don't know why. I want I want him around. I want him in my life. And so it sounds like you're in I, love. I kind of might be in love with Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> Go to him now. Okay. He's waiting for you. <laughs> He's waiting for me? Sonic? Sonic! Yeah. You can't get on this plane. <laughs> on this biplane? Yeah. Okay, who's ready for... Six. <laughs> oh, baby. Another game that only had two votes, but I felt the passion behind it, and I, it's hard to argue. Donkey Kong... Country Tropical Freeze. Tropical Freeze. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. I believe Hearn and McCaller, you're the two that voted for this. Ooh. Oh hell yeah. 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 I actually made this my number two overall pick. Is it really? This is my second favorite platform of all time. I love is this it, game. Is it? Is it listed that way in your list? It is. Yeah. Wow. 
That's a. It my is. Wow. Okay. Cool. So I definitely felt the passion behind this one, even though it didn't get a lot of love in the majority. I I've also heard people like friends of the show Alec Robbins say this is his literal favorite platformer of all time. Um, so maybe McCaller, you could talk to us a little bit about Tropical Freeze. Yeah, uh, what it is missing in atmosphere that Donkey Kong Country 2 definitely hasn't beaten, it makes up for in variety. Like, you can get different Kongs that have different moves. It's somehow balanced for all of them, but, like, the idea of getting, like, a second little jump with Dixie versus having the DuckTales-like pogo jump with Cranky Kong, (laughs) which, can I add... It's so frustrating. I actually put, I was the one who put DuckTales on my list. The only NES game I, I would ever put believe on. I saw it on your list. I couldn't believe <laughs> wow. it. I think that mechanic is so brilliant, and I'm shocked and angry every time I remember how few games it appears in. Put a pogo stick in your platformers, assholes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Donkey Kong Country 2 is great. It's full of secrets. It's developed by Retro, who did, you know, the Metroid Prime yeah. stuff. The way its secrets work kind of, like, sort of work how my brain think of secrets. It's like if you line up just the camera to, like, make the trees look a certain way, like, organize the trees in the shape of a star, Mm. it'll, like, make a banana coin appear. Like, it's, the secrets are so smart and cool and fun and, like, worthwhile because they open up new levels, which is, I think, very important uh, to have your secrets matter. I agree. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze rules. Yeah. Speaking of Metroid, you can find a Metroid in, in Tropical Freeze if you look hard enough. Yeah. I think he's like, yeah, Samus' ship is yeah. crashed in a jungle yeah. or something. Uh, Hearn, what do you, how do you feel about this game? I love it. I didn't get to play it on the Wii U. I got it for the Switch release when it came out, which included Funky Mode. Yeah. And, uh, which, <laughs> again, Poto- every platformer should have a Poto stick mechanic. Every platformer should also have Funky Mode. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, I really did just sort of the same thing with, like, Rayman Legends, even. It's just, like, this really whip smart 2D platformers level design that is just, like, it just feels natural to play it. Like, you can play it through the first time and kind of know what you're supposed to do in the level without too much, like, hand-holding, but the levels can be complicated. The levels can have secrets that kind of, like, Vitar said, made sense if you think about it for a logical perspective or for, like, a platforming perspective. And it's just a joy to play, and it has a lot of fun with just the environments and the elements of it all. Yeah, like, I kind of put it as my favorite Donkey Kong Country game as well. Uh, not my ultimate favorite platformer, but it's up there. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it. It gave us the term "funky mode," which yes. alone <laughs> should have got it on this list, right? Like, are, are we gonna have top ten funky modes? Is that gonna be an episode? Oh, I wish. If if any other game would literally adopt a funky <laughs> mode, I'd be so excited. Okay, are we ready for five? <laughs> I hate that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Hearn, do you recognize the music already? I mean, I think I do. You can say it. This is a game that got a lot of love on the on the uh, on the lists. Everyone's individual list. This is our first four votes game. That is Super Meat Boy. 
Ooh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, I was I was actually very shocked to see how many people voted for Super Meat Boy. I kind of thought it wasn't going to get a lot of love because I, but I underestimated how many people played this game back in the day. Like how many people had 360s and played it on the XPLA, like you know, live arcade when it first came out. Uh, but on this show, it was me and Connor who voted for it. So Connor, I'm interested. When did you first play this game? To be honest, I've probably played like five minutes of this game. <laughs> it was more out of like so the respect. Like not I, there at all. No, there's no passion for me. But I, I did think, at least from what I remember of playing this game, I thought it, it it was at least an interesting take on a platformer, like the different mechanics that Meat Boy has and interacting with his environment. Uh, and and I just saw it on, so high on so many lists that I was like, you know what? I don't. I think this one is interesting enough that it gets there. But what about you? What? what, uh, what did you you think? also googled uh, top ten two D platformers <laughs> to get Several your list. Times. Yeah. Uh, no, I I actually have played more than fifteen minutes of this game. I have played hours and hours, countless hours of this game. I think it's. Mm, <sighs> I don't know. It's crazy, right? It's like maybe one of the most fun, actually fun to play 2D platformers on this on this list. I think where this game doesn't hold up is in its art style, like its art sure. direction and presentation and music and <laughs> like I, I kind of hate the way this game looks and sounds and the vibe <laughs> of it. Like it's very hot topic. -y is how I would describe Super Meat Boy, mm -hmm. but... It's so random. Like, yeah. you would not play as a meat guy in regular life. Right, oh for God. sure. For sure. Also, like, I mean, but you're also fighting a <laughs> Band-Aid or something is like your, like, or no, a fetus is like the main bad guy. Anyways, it's like, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty hot topic-y, gothy, but it's just, it the feeling of it. Like, it just feels so good to play this game. Um, it's so much fun. And it's got... Was, was it the first game to do the, like, you die and it instantly reloads yes. deal? Yeah. I think that's so smart and, like, such a game changer for a game that's, like, pretty hard. I played a little bit of this game. Uh, like, if Mario Maker had that, Mario Maker would be all-time game of the year. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, a quick start. Quick restart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you just go right back? Yeah, I think so. Also, like, I love the... It was a small thing, but adding in, like, when you would finish a level, you would see all the times you died. Like, all the, like, your little meat boys running and getting killed over and over again. You would see mm. them all happening at once. It was so oh, much awesome. fun I to see. That. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I really do. This is a good era for games, too. I remember, like, when this game came out, everyone compared it to Mario they were, because it was just a 2D platformer. They were like, it's like Mario. <laughs> I think that's so funny because <laughs> this game is not like Mario. <laughs> like, no, yeah. at all. Like, it's... Yeah, it was a bunch of idiots who were saying yeah, it's like It's like a one-screen level. Like, there's not even, like, you don't scroll. You know what I mean? It's just, like, one area. It's like a little, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, a gauntlet. And once you're through it, you're done with the level. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. I really like it. Watch the... Uh, the documentary Indie Gamer. It's such a good documentary. It talks about mm -hmm. this game, Fez, and Braid. And uh, speaking of Braid, Ooh. four. <laughs> it's Braid. Yeah, it's it's Is Braid. It braid? Yeah. I was about to say it it's better braid. Be braid. It's cool. Braid. But I did want to. I, I wanted this hauntingly beautiful music to like kind of usher us in. You remember this? Boy, do I. Hell yeah. 
Hearn, your energy's all wrong. <laughs> I'm fucking psyched for this. No, no, no. And Hearn, that's the wrong energy. It's, it's got to be... Pe- Hearn, Hearn, put your electric guitar yeah. down. All right, there. You got to be pensive. You know, you got to be talking, thinking about the atom bomb. You know, you got to be looking like out, out of a window while crying. You gotta think about your sins when you're playing. Yes, <laughs> think about your sins, I'm, Hearn. <laughs> I mean, I've been about them when I'm playing any game, but all right. <laughs> this was another four-vote <laughs> game. I couldn't believe how many people voted for Bray. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. I guess, I guess, yeah. I really underestimated how many people were around for this generation of the first wave of indie games. Really, like. Uh, Braid, Fez, and Super Meat Boy being like the big, the big flagship ones, uh, Castle Crashers, games like that. Uh, but Braid was huge. Braid was like the big flagship. Like, look how cool and insane and interesting indie games can be. They can be better than AAA games, and they often are better than AAA games. And Braid is Braid is remind me. This is the like uh, hairdresser sim. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Is that a cheer or a jeer? I can't tell. Hearn? That was a that was a cheer. A cheer. Okay, good. Yeah. No, uh, I can't even tell if he's saying jeer or cheer. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't either. I just picked cheer. I picked, I, I picked a cheer. <laughs> uh, Braid is a, a very what would you call it? It's like an art game. It like belongs in like the Smithsonian yeah. or something. It like doesn't it's mm-hmm. like I would say before you guys take off on this, because I actually didn't vote for this game, but I would say it's it's less fun to play as it is like it, it's like the opposite Super Meat Boy where it's like it has atmosphere I love the presentation of it it has a cool mechanic but it's not as fun maybe as like a Mario or a Super Meat Boy but McCaller and Hearn you both voted for it why don't you take it away go ahead alright well thank you um, I would <laughs> I'd wow. say first of all yeah I'll, I'm going for it uh First of all, it's not really, there's not just one mechanic. As the game plays, it evolves, and I think it evolves with a very emotional arc that's tied to the character, which is pretty involving. Hopefully there's one game coming up that has another similar uh, strategy to it. But I think what's really involving with it is that it's more of like a puzzle platformer, but in a very, like, action-y way, like an intermediate. Like, the mechanics are all button pushes. They're not like puzzle platformers, like how Out of This World or Flashback were where it's like you're pulling levers and timing things, right? It's puzzle platforming through the act of platforming. Yeah. I think it was very, it's like really ahead of its time in terms of how art, how games like can reflect artistic endeavors and expressions and how they're made and how they how they are like constructed. And I think it's very responsible for a lot of like the indie games that we get now. And I think just just from that flagship part alone, it deserves to be on the list. But I also just think it's a very like excellently designed game with a lot of cool levels. Yeah, can confirm. I replayed it last year and can confirm it's it is it holds up to this day as being a very playable, lo- like loving title. I, I I just had such a good time with it. McCaller, what are your thoughts on Brain? I feel like kind of how we were talking about Near Automata a second ago, that that game is like making its point through gameplay, but harming you. <laughs> I feel like Braid makes its point through gameplay in ways that like kind of open your eyes to, I don't know, the intrinsic beauty of the world. Yeah. I feel like Braid is like such a transformational game for me of just like, uh, like I'm, I'm big on games that make you realize like what 
gaming can do. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a, a, a story that couldn't be told in any other medium. Like, pressing Y to drop an object to slow down time is a cool mechanic, but what that object is and what it means is so interesting and beautiful. And then it's like, it's got this little touch of mystery. That, like, this is something I saw in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, too. It's like, the way that game does secrets specifically speaks to my brain. Mm-hmm. There's like a cloud that if you fast forward your game times 35 and just set your controller (laughs) down, a cloud moves slowly across the screen and gives you a platform to jump up and get an item that I still kind of don't really know what it does. Oh, I mean, it gives you... There's like stars hidden throughout the game and you get them all and I I don't know what happens. We should also like mentioned that there are like a lot they're like secrets but then there's like these this weird like ultimate end layer secret where there's like stars hidden in in the worlds that you've never seen before yeah. and you had to kind of go online to kind of like figure out like the the puzzle in getting them and they were like i what did they open up her do you remember like was it just like a I've, another message it's not yeah an alternate ending of some sort yeah um like oh I, that's right that's right yes i know there is like an alternate ending that you get only if you go through the whole yeah which is crazy because the game's ending is the alternate ending right like yeah the game without uh-huh. spoiling too much like <laughs> you think the game is about one thing and then you realize it's about another thing that i actually don't like i actually don't think the game yeah i benefits think from- it's one of those things where like when the artist explains his imp- like why he did it or his ultimate message it's like you should have just kept your mouth shut yeah. i think a lot of people are getting more out of it <laughs> right. without it yeah uh but I think, and I mean, ultimately, I also, like, the guy, Jonathan Blow, went on to do The Witness and not much else, and there's different opinions on that. But, like, yeah, I think just in terms of mechanically, this is, like, a very sound game that does, like, the artistic thing that you would want out of an art game. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Connor, this and is And I a, also think, oh. like, I'm... No, Go I was going to say, Connor, this is a big recommend. Stuff. Like, you should play this game if you've never played it before. Yeah. Oh boy! Um, I'm time. sure it's on PS4. Do you know if it's on the Switch? It's not on. It's not on PS4 or no. Switch. Actually, you'd, you'd probably be best either playing it on PC or like your Mac. Okay. Yeah. Or um, I played it on PS Now uh, via oh, okay. the, yeah, the PS3 right. version. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, I've definitely heard about this game, and I saw it listed everywhere for this. So I'm glad to glad to see it's getting its due. Mm, mm-hmm. McCall, you had anything left you wanted to say about it before we uh, move on? Uh, I'm a uh, yes, I do. I just okay. I just remembered. Uh, I'm a big believer in like you're allowed to take the parts of a story that you like and like discount the rest of them. Like I kind of think that like like I think the Dark Knight Rises is a worse is a worse movie if you remember that uh, or the Dark Knight is a worse movie if you remember that the Dark Knight Rises got oh sure. <laughs> Like and so I just like I'm like okay this is just for me the Dark Knight Rises is not a thing and I can <laughs> let it go and I I kind of feel like I do that with Braid I know what it's actually about and I know what Jonathan Blow intended it to be about but for me it's about the like the first big twist and that's enough and I think that's ten times more beautiful than the big jerk off ending that he pulls right at the end. and then who even knows what the next jerk off ending is I guess none of us here have it's actually probably still in there got all the stars so we don't know. Yeah, I know but, what yeah, you I mean, too about jerk off endings. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I might be able to tell you what happened. We've all played Leisure Suit Larry, so we know about jerk off endings. 
I guess that would be the sad ending of a laser shoot Larry game, because that means he doesn't get to be with one of the girls. Oh, no, no, no. He gets with them. I'm the one jerking off, Hearn. Oh, all right. Then it's a happy ending. Got it, got it. In all senses. Okay. Who's ready for... Three. Three. Oh, wow. We're high. Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this is our first... Uh, game on the list that was voted by five different people. So five people voted for this game. So literally, and everyone in this episode voted for it. So literally anyone can talk about it. But it is Super Mario Brothers 2, or World 2, Yoshi's Island. I hate mm-hmm. that it's called Super Mario World 2. I, I think too. it should just be called Yoshi's Island. This is not a Super Mario World game. IMO. <laughs> I, I fucking hate it. But Yoshi's Island is still... Um, uh, one of the best. I will say this. It got five votes, and everything above it also got five votes. The reason why it's three as opposed to two or one is I felt the passion lacked for this game as opposed to the other two games above it. So I felt... I also feel like Mikey Stevens probably gave it a minus. Mikey, <laughs> Mikey Stevens, full disclosure, didn't vote at all. <laughs> so, no. so I, I don't, The ultimate fuck it. Yoshi's Island. Yeah, the yeah. ultimate fuck Yoshi's Island is I won't even uh, vote in the genre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I felt like this was like everyone's least favorite best 2D plat. I don't know if that makes sense, but like of their mm-hmm. yeah. favorites, this was the least. Anyways, I, I put it. I put it number nine. Yeah. So it's like I acknowledge that it's great, but it doesn't quite hit me emotionally the way it does everybody else because I didn't play it at the time. Right. Right. Um, anyone else have a stronger case for it being number three? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Connor, it sounds like you do. After I yelled "fuck yeah," when yeah, you yelled "fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 hell yeah." <laughs> um, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about this game. Um, we actually did the most recent, like, real episode, <laughs> real episode of "Call Me by Your Game." We had Charlie Mahalichon, and we talked about this game. Um, but anyway, I think this game just—this uh, was number four on my list, um, and I think it does so much well. Like, what I miss about, or what I like, you could be missing in this game. That is so great about not only the 2D Mario platformers, but the 3D ones, which for me, aside from exploration, it is like, how fucking awesome can I be as Mario? Like, what can't, what are the acrobatics that I can achieve and how can I traverse this level in the most cool, fun ways? This game totally like slams the brakes on like the character. And I know it's not a (laughs) Mario World game, but like your Yoshi, it literally slows you fully down. But, like, that totally works for this game because this game is a little more exploration-focused slightly, and it's just a little more interesting, too, I think. I don't think I necessarily like it better than, like, Super Mario World, but um, but it's just amazing. I love the mechanics. I love the depth of this game that it not... Like, you could just get through this game and play it, and it's, it does have a level of difficulty to it, Um but there's also like a higher level of achievement that is possible if you want to seek out the same objectives in every level. And I kind of, on one hand, at first I thought that like, you know, having five flowers, 20 red coins, and that maybe, oh, and like 30 little star points were a little copy paste heavy for me for every level. I actually like it because going into every level, you know exactly what is available 
to fully like complete it or seek it out so it's kind of cool it, it lends itself to like letting someone play it how they want and if mm. you want to challenge yourself to find these things and explore it's just i think it's really rewarding these levels are enormous like that is yeah, my one big. that's like my <laughs> yoshi's island take is like wow there's like maybe half the le- the stages in this game that there are in like a super mario world but they are humongous yeah. and there is so many areas to explore i think that's one of the biggest strengths of it is it like ushers almost ushers in the 3d platforming collectathon era it like it's mm-hmm. like doing it almost in like 2d where it's like oh this is what you know we end up getting with banjo kazooie and stuff it's like this mm-hmm. whole like collect this many of this and then this many of this and then maybe you'll get a secret what level a, what a great thought that is this is such a like a transitional game like it's the tail end of the snes it's the tail end of uh left to right 2d platformers like after this, it was all 3D platformers until, like, new Super Mario Bros. on the right, DS, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> this game feels like, uh, I don't even want to say, like, this is the Avengers Endgame of 2D platformers. <laughs> so <laughs> many games on this list are the Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to toss out that mechanically, it's a really interesting platformer as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a typical Mario platformer, which is kind of what I think you're getting at with your frustration that it's, like, Super Mario World 2, because it's not even how you would play as a Yoshi in any of the other Mario right. games. It is, you're like a tank with ammunition and aiming, as well as like a floating baby Mario that you have to save if he gets lost. It's all these additional elements of platforming navigation that's just really interesting and unique and really hasn't been done in much else since. I think mm-hmm. it's the best looking game on this list, too. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It, like the art style really works for me. McCullough, I know you went recently played through it and it didn't work for you at first, but you got used to it or? Yeah, I gr- it grew yeah. on me. I like the crayon drawn. I still drawn. am not excited okay. about yeah. it. Okay, yeah, I, I do dig it. I do the, dig the crayon drawn element of it. I love all the meta stuff with this game too. Like the creator of it just wanted to beat out, or he, I guess the creator of this game it kind of came out around, or I guess around the same time as Donkey Kong Country 1, and Donkey Kong Country, like, beat the shit out of it sales-wise, and Mm -hmm. it was just so much clearly, like, a better game than Donkey Kong Country 1, but no one appreciated it the same way because it didn't look as cool, quote-unquote, to people in the 90s. You tell me if this is the case. I feel like I remember reading that it came out later than Donkey Kong Country 1 because it was, like, specifically a response That might be the story. Yeah, you might actually be right about that. Yeah, I feel like I remember 95. reading that Shigeru Miyamoto was like, Donkey Kong Country looks like a bunch of shitty clay right. robots with no soul, and I'm going to make the most soulful game that is about joy and right. creativity incarnate. <laughs> yeah, it, and that was verbatim. <laughs> it also like, uh, <laughs> took him forever, apparently, to get the the egg right like the physics of the egg shooting right because if you oh. like that is kind of an insane mm. mechanic that that egg will go yeah. all over the stage like it will it will never stop bouncing it'll ricochet it'll everywhere. ricochet uh great game love it to death love that i'm able to play that on the snes classic mm. uh, i'm sorry not the snes classic but the snes online ports yeah. that we get on switch that is such well, a both, technically. amazing well yeah both but like I've played it so much on my Switch, and I love, love being it. able to play it high in bed, baby. High in bed. <laughs> Who's ready for two? 
I feel like if you yeah. if you guys don't know what's coming up in the next few the entries, two. you are <laughs> fools. <laughs> fools among men. Uh, fools. Uh, number two is actually a tie, believe it or not. Ooh. Is the first oh. and only tie on this list, and it is between. I was about to say, I actually thought there were three left, and I was like, wait, that can't be right. Nope, you're right, there are three left, and it is Celeste okay. and Super Mario Bros. 3 is Ooh. number two oh, wow. on the list. Oh. Uh, this is a very controversial tie for me because these games <laughs> couldn't be more different. <laughs> However, they were both fought for with the exact same amount of passion and had the exact same amount of votes on both sides. So it's, it's just crazy. The Super Mario Bros. 3 split with people who like a certain other Super Mario Bros. Uh, game are is insane like people just love either love one or they love the other and celeste though i feel like was pretty um, uh across the board like everyone loves celeste it's so much fun i mean anyone can literally talk about this because i think everyone on this podcast voted for both except for mccaller did not vote for super mario bros 3 <laughs> i would never <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, we can start with Celeste. I think Celeste is both narratively compelling and mechanically amazing. I never get tired of turning that game on and playing it. I, I will never delete it from my Switch or archive it. I just think it's... I never know when I'm going to want to play it. So it's it could come at any moment. What, what do you guys think? Oh, no thoughts. No, I, I'm, I'll talk about it. I... Yeah, I love this game to death. Um, I think also I really fell in love with it when I got to all the extra stuff, like the B-sides and the C-sides, where it not only was, like, the full story is, like, really moving and touching and effective, but, like, the additional gameplay mechanics hidden into, like, super difficult levels was just, like, really rewarding to me, because at that point, you master what you're doing, and now you're, like, being tested even further. I think it's some of the best level design in any 2D game I've ever played. And I did get to play also the additional like farewell chapter, and that adds another like el- emotional element to the game that's really touching. Do we think um, this game is I, harder than Super Meat Boy? I couldn't say. I, I haven't played a lot of Super Meat Boy, but my gut says yes. Yeah, I would say yes just because Super Meat Boy, like you said, was literally like levels or one stage. Mm-hmm. And that's that. I think, Celeste, there are areas where you're scrolling around and doing some complicated things with the, the platforming elements, and there's multiple different uh, mechanics that you kind of master throughout the game. Yeah. Connor, uh, what, do you, what do you think about uh, Celeste? Oh, I think it's uh, one of the greatest games on the Switch, hands down. Um, this is my number two. Um, I also completely agree with you, Jeremy. And narratively, it's compelling. Um, and I, I love the way they tell the story. I love the way that they dive into like this character's struggle and what she's dealing with. Um, and and again, I mean, the thing that really makes this game great is the is it simultaneously. This is kind of something I feel like McCaller was talking about earlier with the tree, the chicken tree level in Guacamelee. Is that this game is so hard? But yeah. I continue. <laughs> like when I was playing this game, I remember. I don't think there was one time where I was like pissed off playing it. I think I was always like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it. Even though it was like, I'd be getting eviscerated by falling into a pit or like getting <laughs> slammed by spikes or something. Yeah. Um, I just, the, the way that they simultaneously had such a high level of difficulty, but also like had 
like an avenue available for the player to master these abilities is was just so impressive and it works so well. Yeah, it's fun. McCaller, what do you think? And I will say that like in the same way that like we were talking about Donkey Kong Country 2 having atmosphere, if that game's atmosphere was pirates, <laughs> this game is like being ah! alone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. It it captures that feeling of being like sad and wondering what your purpose is and all the work you have to do to find it. I think it's uh it's such a captivating atmosphere yeah. hidden in this game. Um yeah. what's it real quick before we move on to Super Mario Bros. three, what is your favorite or least favorite uh part of Celeste? I'll go first. The wind stages. <laughs> the wind is the yeah. answer. The wind, is, wind the answer. is the answer. Does anyone else hate the hotel more than the wind? I like the hotel. A lot. I like the hotel because you can oh. find the hidden arcade game in it. Yeah, but it's also yeah, uh, that's cool. I also don't love it though. Like I don't love the sticky walls part or whatever. Whatever the part is, is it sticky walls? Right, like that's the hotel's challenge. They're like parasite, yeah, parasite walls. walls. Yeah, the ones where you can't retreat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess technically the little Pico Eight arcade game is probably tentatively the worst part just because it's not as solid as the rest of Celeste, but oh, I like it's it. still oh yeah. Connor, what's your least favorite part of Celeste? <laughs> um, it, well it's weird you said you don't like the sticky walls because it's because like it's int- like in real life I love a good sticky wall but in this one <laughs> I also hate it. <laughs> yeah, in real life, but it's definitely the wind rule. Yeah. <laughs> wind, wind is a terrible element. It ruins everything. Uh, yeah, I hate it. Yeah. Okay. Now we got to talk about Super Mario Bros. Three. We got to give it its day in the sun because multiple people put it as their number one. So we got. I mean, it it, it deserves Whoa. to be talked about. Hearn, you are one of those people, by the way. One of the number one people. Yep. Yeah. So tell me, I mean, why do you like this game number one? Why do I like it number? One? I mean, you just think about all the opportunities that you could do in a two D platformer. I think Mario Free has done them all. I think it's like as many times as you want to say like there's so many ideas in Celeste or Super Mario World Two or anything. I think Super Mario Brothers Free was like, and I think it all is interesting that a lot of these come at the end of the cycle of like a generation. Yeah, it is like a last hurrah of like this is everything we can do. We only have the one chance to get it out. Let's do it all. And I think Super Mario Bros. 3 just, yeah, exemplifies that for the Nintendo, for the 8-bit era, for 2D platforming before it became something more. And I think just in terms of pure platforming mechanics, it's just a blast. I, I have memories playing this with friends and passenger controllers, and like just sort of seeing the tense moments that can arise in just natural platforming of, like, you're underwater and you have only so much wiggle room, how are you going to get away from that fish, to being on top of giant <laughs> airships, to just any other level that goes on in like this really dense big game and i think it's just really uh commendable for that and i think as far as just pure immediate platforming goes it still is just hasn't been beat i mean so many mario suits and hats i mean mario's never been more fuckable than in this game You always like a man in fashion. Yeah. I love a man in uniform, and and I count Frog as a uniform. Who doesn't? Uh, yeah, no, Mario 3, I, I will say it's like the only video game that Jackie loves. 
I'll say that. Mm. Like, it is like a game that Jackie will put on and she'll play for hours and she kicks ass at it. She's really good. Even more than Mario World. Even more than Mario 64. And, uh, like, bar- somehow Mario Brothers 3 transcends all that for Jackie, who I would consider a incredibly intelligent non not doesn't love video games person but mario 3 has her heart uh connor what do you think about mario 3 oh it's also one of my favorite games of all time uh this is a game i we had at my house since i could since i was or get i guess gained consciousness as a child gained um, consciousness <laughs> since i achieved consciousness Connor's, uh Awoke from the dream. Connor's agency program was finally uploaded <laughs> to his robot yep. body. Yeah, it took. I am part of Near Automata. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this game is incredible. Um, there, I feel like you guys have said a lot of what I would already say already. It's just so easy to return to. It's so fun. I love the airships. I love the Koopalings. Um, oh, the Koopalings just, are great. And I got to say, the best part about this game is that it was in the Wizard. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. It was <laughs> in the wizard. the only reason I voted for it. All right, McCall, you have to say one nice thing about Mario 3 before we move on. Mm, it's short. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Number one on the list. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> this was most, I think, most of our number ones, except for people who had Mario 3 as their number one. That was mm-hmm. me. Yeah, so that was you. I know Jacques had Mario 3 as number one, but this is my number one. I think this was McCaller's definite number one, right? Uh, uh, Connor, was this your time. number one? I think it, it was. was. Yeah. Um, yep. Kind of hard to even for me to even consider another game as number one i don't know is that like i'll, I'll tell you yeah. my my list process was more about like yeah googling best 2d platformers of all time but like kind of placing them it's like hollow knight feels more like an eight guacamelee yeah. i love but it's like it's mid-range right it's like a five yeah. and mario world it was just like that was where i started yeah it's like everything begins and ends with mario world. yeah it's it's like it's tough i i I can't even really imagine uh, somebody surpassing it or a game surpassing it. Celeste, I think, got close for me when I played Celeste. I was just like, damn, this is like kind of rock solid and kind of my, my, I'm all about this shit. But like, I think I play Super Mario World two times a year all the way through. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I just fucking. That's yeah, that's the minimum amount yeah, to play. Because also, I realized that Super Mario World is kind of as long as you want it to be. Like, my last playthrough was three hours and I beat everything. Mm-hmm. But the playthrough before that was like six hours and I wasn't even to Bowser. It's like, you can kind of hang out in it, chill out for a while. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's a, such a strange game, but I don't know. What how do you guys feel about the look of Super Mario World? It's great. It's so good. Yeah, the look is something I, it I feels can't go like back and forth on sometimes. Where I'm like, is this like the best looking game? And sometimes I'm like, yes. And then sometimes I'm like, uh, yeah, it's got some weird like. Mar- I think Mario looks strange in Super Mario World. I'll say this is something that I've been kind of thinking about with Mario World is how much of it act- is it actually being the best 2D platformer and one of the best video games ever made and how much of it is it hit me when I was the age when my heart was open to fall in love yeah, with a video totally. game. 
And I think, I think the aesthetics is probably where I hew closest to. This is a game I loved when I was a kid, and therefore mm -hmm. I love it now. Because I do think, I think you're right. I think the colors are kind of simplistic. Mario, like he is still how Mario looks in my head, but like, yeah, he's kind of weird. Yeah, especially little Mario. He doesn't quite look. Mario has a big He looks head. like a little <laughs> off model. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like it's like hard to come up with the complaints for it. Uh, Hearn, why wasn't this your number one? <laughs> I just did it. I just took it out of uh, commission just because I had Mario free, and it just seemed weird to have both. And I wanted more variety. Yeah. Um, you know, more variety for stuff like Kirby Canvas Curse and Rayman <laughs> Legends. But, uh, but I really here's the thing: I can't front on Super Mario World. I love the game too. Like I, and it was also pretty formative for me. I told you I had that book that like told me all about the development of it, mm -hmm. and it really enlightened me on how video games are even made and like distributed. Uh, but, like, it is a really solid game with a lot more secrets than Mario 3 and a lot more, like, use of the uh, world maps and, like, the hidden areas and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to front on it. I love the game. I just wanted to keep my list simpler. I think that Super Mario Bros. 3 and Super Mario World are very similar also. Like, they're, yeah. they're very similar games. I know McCaller disagrees wholeheartedly, but I, I truly do. No, I, I know I you I truly mean. do think that, like, the flying mechanic came first in Super yeah. Mario Bros. 3 and then... They made it a little better in Super Mario World. Yes, the graphics are 16-bit versus 8-bit, but I think it's still, like, plenty colorful in Super Mario Bros. 3. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like they almost look like dead ringers for the other one. It, it, it's, yeah. it, it, it is very much like a, a half-notch yeah. more of everything in Mario World. Like, not even a full, like, it's not, the generational leap isn't as pronounced right. as it is with, uh, you know, obviously... Yoshi's Island to Mario 64. I will say the thing that for me Mario World nails more than any other game ever is secrets and rewards. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. there are the hidden keys throughout this game and every time you get them they unlock a new path and it's just like if they said every time you opened a key it unlocked a new level that would be one thing or if they said every time you get a key it unlocks uh, a new path to like skip a level that'd be it, something but like it's varied so you never quite know what you're gonna right. get and if you get everything i always said like donkey kong country tropical freeze the reward for collecting these secrets is more levels and they're like the best levels in donkey kong country tropical mm -hmm. freeze mario world dumps like eight levels that are awesome and really hard and weird on you if you get through everything it's just like it's the perfect reward for putting up with all their bullshit <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what uh, what can we say about the game that hasn't already been said? Probably nothing. But at the same time, maybe everything. Connor McCabe, have you spoken about this game? <laughs> I I haven't spoken yet on this game, but I agree. I actually, I, I this is a game I had like played a little bit here and there growing up at like friends' houses, or I, it was never a game that I would get on the virtual console. But did you not um, own it growing up? No, I never had. I didn't have a Super oh, Nintendo or and I never. That's right. And yeah. I didn't even get it on like the the Game Boy Advance port. Um, but anyway, um, with the SNES Classic before you know Nintendo Switch Online brought uh, SNES games this last August, uh, this summer or last summer was the first time I ever played it, and it really just holds up so well. And I love like how much it's just available to the player. Like a lot of what you guys have already saying have been saying is like. The secrets and the rewards of this game are just so much fun. It's it's incredible. And with that, we got to close it out. That was the top 10 definitive 
2D platformers of all time. Ooh. At least of all time. Put it in the Library yes, of Congress. Put it in the Smithsonian. Uh, this is, yeah, as of 2020, this is our top 10 list for 2D platformers. I think that this list was exactly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Pretty much no huge surprises here, but that's... That's all right. I think that it was also a very good list and and it really just shows the power that all these games have, right? Like like how effective these games were at being 2D platformers and 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 inserting themselves into the zeitgeist and 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 creeping into our nostalgia. I love them all dearly. They're not a game on the list that I think shouldn't be there. Um what a great time. Guys, Thank you for so much for uh, uh, indulging me in this very first episode on our Road to 100. Mm. Why don't we do a quick uh, quick uh, round of plugs and get out of here. Uh, McCaller, let's start with you. Uh, I'm Michael McCaller. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Michael McCaller. And you can find me on Twitter on at... Michael McCall. Okay. And Connor McCabe? You <laughs> You can find hey, here I am. You can find me on the Instagram and Twitter at Connor underscore McCabe. Um, and that's all I've got for now. Amazing. Oh, also, wait, I I have a podcast. Call me by your game. It's a it's, <laughs> No, no, <laughs> too late. Can't plug it now. Oh. <laughs> Check it out. It's a nostalgic video game podcast. The most recent uh, episode was a springtime gaming episode with Mr. Jeremy Schmidt. Uh it was really fun. So yeah, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Michael Hearn, give it to me. I'll give it to you. I'm Michael Hearn. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter at Michael C. Hearn, Twitch at twitch.tv slash mchearn. And hey, I made some films, and I just put out a recent film called Away With Words, starring friend and foe of the podcast, Michael Stevens, <laughs> called Away With Words. And you can see it on my website, michaelchearn.com. Amazing. And before I piss my pants, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. And hey, all you game likers out there, Semper Fi, um, this is the best time of your life. Uh, no one's expecting you to go outside right now. So keep you know, keep plugging away at those RPGs, my, my lads and lasses. And uh, we'll see you next time with another riveting episode of Video Games and Comedy Show, where we will talk about another top 10 list. Will it be top 10 JRPG? Will it be top 10 3D platformers? Will it be top 10 uh, visual novels? (laughs) Stay tuned and find out.